You're listening to the Fubba Lead Podcast. With Timothy Martin and Connor Bunn. And welcome into episode 13 of Fubba Lead. I am Timothy Martin along with my co-host Connor Bunn. This is the post-Atlanta show. Second race of the year is complete. Connor, Brad Keselowski's the winner. On, on to Vegas. I'm not. I, I'm not that excited either about it. Um, yeah, you said. Uh, you said. With, oh, I like, predicted Keselowski was going to win. You did, but, but like 15 to go, you're like, I don't want to see Keselowski or Logano win, which no, none of us do. Right. But anyways, on to Vegas. Yeah. So you know we're we're gonna get into the whole Atlanta Atlanta showdown and this all this hype around the Atlanta race. Did it live up to the hype? Spoiler alert. I don't believe it did. Um, and we'll talk about all that. Connor's got his donkey of the day. We'll go into the Vegas predictions. But yeah, we got a lot to lot to break down from this week at Atlanta. And um, first of all, just uh, want to let everybody know that Connor's sitting across from me in a new seat this time. He's he's sitting across the table. How are you doing with that? Um, a little different from the original setup. A little, di- little different. A little different. A little different. How'd you like my impression of Dale last week? What? My impression of Dale after after the interview, and I was like, oh, oh, man, man, that's a cool skull bandit shirt you got on there. <laughs> Let's uh, rewind to last week. Here's what he's talking about. It's a cool shirt you got on there. Here I mean. Man. Skull bandit. Yeah, that was that yeah, was pretty spot on. Yeah, that was. I mean, I think we listened to that like four or five times and just completely laughed because you didn't catch it at first. Not so catch it. Well, yeah, right. Um, and by the way, if Connor, you know, walks out of the studio while we're doing this, he's been very, very ill on the the toilet for the ah. last what forty eight. Uh, 72 hours? How long has it been? I mean, this since is a... Literally, like... Since Daytona? <laughs> no, not Daytona. <laughs> since about, I don't know, 12 a.m. on Thursday night slash Friday morning. So you, uh, you know, puked the whole time at Daytona. Correct. And now you're, um, now you've got the runs. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how there's any... Th- what, what has died inside of you? I don't know, but I'm about to clear everything out of my fridge and then just make my parents I mean, go it's like... Get new stuff. Ugh. It seems like everything I eat either comes up out of my mouth or comes out via the other way. Uh, well, hopefully you'll get get whatever's. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how anything's left because you literally threw up seven or eight times in Daytona. And now you've been to the bathroom a hundred times here, including yours today during the race. Thank you that's, very much. Yeah, that's that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and left no toilet paper. Um, yeah, and that was rude too. Sorry, so. you had three other rolls in your cabinet. I I looked. Cause I was running out, and I was like, "Well, if you don't have any rolls, and I'm start pulling towels, <laughs> off, off. <laughs> start start using towels." Walk up there, the whole bathroom's just covered in. Oh man, that would that would not be good on your part. Ugh. So well, yeah, man, it sucks. All right, so uh, if you want to send well wishes to Connor, uh, you can do that at Fuddle Lead on Twitter. <laughs> you can do that at Fuddle Lead on Instagram. Or, or if you want to send some health insurance, right, you can you can also email your condolences to fuddlelead at gmail If you want to show him some support. Go to our store, buy some merch, shop.spreadshirt.com slash fa-the-lead. So there you go. Uh, Connor's done with being sick, and I'm kind of done with NASCAR heat. <laughs> Already? Yeah, I'm done. Already I mean, you brought stage racing back, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, we haven't even added up any points. Uh, uh, but we know it's uh, Yeah, because now. whenever we do stage racing, you win, like, by 400 points. Yeah. And this has been, I don't know what's going on this season, but I can't, I cannot drive. The cars are horrible. First you were Jimmy, then you were Logano. And who, uh, was I Logano last time? Yeah. That, 
the newest driver you previously switched to is Logano. Yeah, well, I don't know what you've done to the game because Nothing. you had the game for a while at your house. No, you've done something to the I game. I still have the game. I'm going to play it when I go well, home. <laughs> yeah, but you do something to the game, and then you bring it back, and you run better than me, so I don't know what you're doing. I drive the 95 car. I, I understand that you drive the 95 <laughs> There's car. nothing I do. And that, and that's I think that's just kind of like showing me that, ooh, you've done something to this game. It's like uh, it's like Kyle's. Because you're pulling away from me every, I mean, every just on the warm-up lap, you're like pulling away fast in the 95 car, and I'm driving the 48, I'm driving the 22, I'm driving the 9, I'm driving the 12, and I can't keep up with you. And it's, we're pr- both pressing the button the same, so there's something going on. Look. Something I do behind the wheel. When you learn how to drive the track, you'll be right up there with me. I'm ready for NASCAR Heat Four, so that'll be that'll be a whole new ball game. I hate that it comes out in September. That's so whack. I know they should come out in March. Right? You would think marketing wise, and we talked about this a couple podcasts ago. Yeah, it should come out. So whack. Stupid. Come out because we're already driving the paint scheme. Is that we're going to be driving when the new one comes out? And you're only going to be driving those paint schemes for four five four months. Including and then you're going to get the new paint scheme package. That and, like, I guess you get the Sonoma update and you get the new Supras and whatever okay. else. Yeah, well, the Mustang's on. already on there with our package, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, but the Supra's for Xfinity Series, so. Well, but it's, it's it, I mean, do people play that game? Do, do people buy that game to play the Xfinity Series? No. I've actually been racing a lot of Xfinity races lately. Well, that's because you're not a cup-level driver. As you just, then what are you? Are you still trying to get out of the dirt No, tour? I'm being, I'm being freaking tr- tr- uh, tr- Cheated! I am being cheated on this game. You've, Somebody listening knows what I'm talking about. You've there's me a some few times. code. No, there's some something. There was one season that was great. You started to get nervous, and then you did something, and now I can't do anything. Look, the only person who can go toe to toe with me in Heat Three is Michael, Michael Cozy. Cozy. Yep, maybe, maybe. I don't know, Michael. <laughs> that is a proposed. Michael. That is a proposed challenge to you to come and race Michael, me. you there? <laughs> yeah, are you there, Michael? You listening, Michael? Are you listening? But yeah, anyways, I don't know. I don't know. Well, Kyle Busch didn't win Atlanta, but he no. did win the Truck Series race he this did. weekend. Wow, and you did you watch that? Uh yeah, I did watch it. I watched all all the coverage yesterday. What was I I didn't get to, I actually didn't get a chance to watch the truck race. What was it like? A lot of dominance from Kyle. Pouring down the rain the whole time. <laughs> it was weird. The weather's weird. Rain the whole time in Atlanta, but they still raced. Yeah, they let them race in the rain and fog, because by that time it started to get a little bit cloudier. Um, Kyle uh, Kyle dominated the whole race, and then he came down pit road, and they didn't tighten all lugs, so he said, well, this is going to be fun. I'll just do it from the back. I'll do it live! So they came down, they just hit all the lugs on the four. On all four tires, make sure they oh, were what's, tight. What's the quote? Um, you know, we know Kyle. You know, um, what did he, I mean? What's the quote that he gave after? Everything's great. No, <laughs> no, not that one. Uh, you know, I, I, my pit crew didn't help me tonight. I did everything. I did it all. Or yeah. something. There's some quote that he has out there that was yeah. like, "I did it. It was all me." Yeah. Well, pretty much summed up. I mean, he had to go to the back because he was the only one who pitted. But uh, I mean, he drove up through the field in like maybe ten laps and had the lead and. It was no, there was no one who could touch him from the whole day. The Xfinity race was was pretty cool, too. Uh, I want to go back to Kyle Busch, though, because that was win number 195. 195, yeah. So we are approaching 200 National Series victories. Yeah. He's in the truck race next weekend and the Xfinity race, so that could be 96 and 97. So where does he get win number 200? Is there a chance he could get win number 200 at Bristol? Maybe I mean yeah. Will he he will will he run the trucks 
the Xfinity well, and the Cup at Bristol? Trucks don't run at Bristol in the spring. Really? They don't run in what? the spring, yeah. Um, as far as I know, I think he's running the trucks at Vegas. I know he's running Xfinity next weekend at Vegas. Uh, he'll probably run Xfinity at Bristol too, but uh, I'm not sure. I mean, maybe if he he gets a couple wins, like I could see him winning um, like Martinsville. Okay, so you're 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 saying Bristol's out of the question for the two no, wins. No, Bristol's in question, but it, I think it depends more what he does on the Cup side because he doesn't run that many truck and Xfinity races anymore. So if he wins like a couple, if he wins both. Uh, the truck race and Xfinity race this weekend, they make it 96-97 and gets, like, two wins on the cup side before Bristol, then, well, yeah, obviously. obviously. But, like, I, the, but I think that's the more likely scenario. Well, what would be a fitting track for him to win 200 at, do you think? Uh, Being a mega star Kyle Busch fan that you are. Um, Well, I would. it'd be cool to see it at California. I don't think it's possible because that's where he got his first win. But I think... I think, I mean, cool for me would be, like, Martinsville or Bristol. I mean, don't you think it would be good for him to win it, uh, get his 200th in the Cup Series? That's what I'm hoping. I mean, if he's running, do you think he's going to give up a win in the trucks or the Xfinity not to get 200 in there and get it in the Cup Series? I don't know. That's That'd be interesting. I think he probably wants it on the Cup Series, too. But uh, I don't know. I've never known Kyle to give up wins, so... I don't know. Do you think this victory will be? I'm interview. Connor's my one-on-one. We're doing a one-on-one interview. Yeah, with Yeah, I'm Connor the guest Bunn on the today. podcast. This uh, week. Let's welcome in our guest, Connor Bunn. Do you think that his win will be as big as Richard Petty winning his 200th? Now, um, it's not 200 Cup Series victories. It's national. Um, but wasn't Petty's national too? But yeah, really, it Petty's was all. Was it was just. But it it's it somehow all got put we, in cup. Yeah, see, his was like national, and then over the years, it's cause just kind of they've storylined it to just be all cup. But that's when they ran like four races a week, right? Back then too. So is it is is it really? I think this is more impressive. I mean, do you think it's going to be as big though? Uh, it's not going to be. People I mean, aren't going to make it as big, but I think it's bigger because the racing's tougher, and I think it's just it's more impressive. Are than people going to remember where they were when Kyle Busch won his two hundredth race? Fans will. His fans will. Uh, I think if you're a Kevin Harvick fan or a Jimmy Johnson fan, you can care less. But I think this is a milestone that people probably overlook now. But, you know, 20 years down the road when he's maybe in the Hall of Fame, people will be like, oh, man. Are you going to see drivers coming out of the pits and or uh, teams coming out of the pits when he wins it like they did Earnhardt in 98 in the 500 and everybody congratulate him on winning 200? They should. That'd be cool. I don't think it's going to happen, but that'd be cool. I think he's going to have an epic celebration, though. Whether, what, Smash a guitar in victory lane? Maybe, if they went back to Nashville. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it just depends where he gets the... Uh, I could really see the 200 at that Bristol, though. You um, you said you didn't want to go to Martinsville. Because I'd rather go to Bristol, because I haven't been right. there. Um, but if... If 200 is on the line? If 200 is on the line, uh, would you want to go to Martinsville? Yeah, I would. I would. Oh, well, you flashing the money symbol <laughs> at me before. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah, I would love going to Martinsville. If 200 is on the line, but if he doesn't win, I'll be like, dang, guess I'll have to go to Bristol. Unless he wins Texas, and that solidifies it. What if he goes 199 and doesn't win another race all year long? And then wins the Daytona 500 next year? Ooh, hey, yeah, what if he's waiting? What if he waits? He wins it, and then he waits and and, and gives up every win has so he can do car, it at Daytona. Has the car yeah. every week, but just gives up. Right. The, I don't know. That would be that would be a little extra. Okay, so here's a wrapping up this little you know, totally dominated by Kyle Busch victory segment here. How many 
National Series victories do you think Kyle Busch will have when he retires? Well, he said when he gets a 100 in Xfinity, he would stop Xfinity. And he's close to that. And he's very close to that. Um, well, he's only 33, I believe, 34, 33, 34. Hey, you're the Kyle Busch fan, uh, or claim to be the big Kyle Busch fan. I don't keep him in his personal life like that, but um, <laughs> probably he's probably got good 10-plus years left in Cup. I'm going to say he has... I could see 220, 225. Really? See, I was thinking 250. Really? Yeah. I don't think he'll run that many because he's, he's running less and less truck and Xfinity. If he You're telling more, me over the next 10 years Kyle Busch is only going to get 20 more victories? I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but I could see over 220, but I could definitely see like 220. I could definitely see that, but I could see over too. He won eight races last year alone. Yeah, but I don't know if that's going to happen anymore with this jumbled up <laughs> package we got going on now. It'll, I'll be surprised if anyone wins more than two races. Oh, I don't know year. about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Yeah, not um, All right, we're done with Kyle Busch. All right, um, let's go to Christopher Bell. Oh man, dominated the Xfinity series. Race. I'm like I'm the biggest advocate for Christopher Bell being in an. In a Joe Gibbs ride next year. We know, we know. You know, I keep him in house. Do not let him go. Joe uh, Christopher Bell took a photo in his motorhome um, with a dog. With a dog, and I looked at that picture, and I, I just, I don't like Christopher Bell anymore. Why? <laughs> I don't know that picture. Christopher Bell is the man. It looked like a wax figure or something. You know, it looks. I mean, it just didn't look. He doesn't look real. That's probably that probably will be his wax figure. Hall I don't of fame. think he looks real. You think he's a robot? I think he could be a robot. And he, I mean, go look at a picture of him. I didn't realize that he was 24. He looks 12. He, so that's right. I mean, that's a key sign of being a robot. That I he's mean, older? Well, I know. Are you that a robot? I, <laughs> You're 35. But I am, what do I look, 12? No, I wouldn't say 12. Well, how, how old do I look? 27, 28. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, but, no, I think he could be a robot. Anything's possible. What is this, Timothy's conspiracy? Yeah, now? right. Oh, that would have been a good conspiracy. Christopher Bell is a robot. Maybe I should do the conspiracy segments from He's, now. Honestly, I mean, say I'm overreacting. Honestly? Watching that race yesterday, I mean, he took the lead on the first lap before turn one. Watching that race and just how he drove that race reminded me a lot of, like, modern day how Kyle Busch dominates the Xfinity oh. Series races. But, I mean, he doesn't have what, – what exactly is his personality? You know, I don't know. I've tried to look up Christopher, <laughs> Bell's, Christopher Bell interviews and stuff like that, and there's not many of them out there like other than his victory lane. Has like. he never gotten into a tussle with a driver? I thought there was he a has. win or something that happened. Yeah, controversy win. His first Xfinity win at Kansas in 2017, uh, he like – Eric Jones did a slide job on him out of turn four, and he didn't lift. And he hit Eric, and Eric went into the wall, and he passed Eric. And it, it was like some odd laps to go, and he won the race. And Eric was mad. Oh, I, rem- I think I remember Eric, that because Eric said something Eric about that. Eric was mad about it. but like, And I Eric mean, was a cup driver. Yeah, he was. And he was complaining about how. He's like, you don't get a ride doing that. Yeah. But little does Eric know. This man might be coming for his ride. Oh, no. Now, see, now you're taking my prediction. Last podcast. No, you did not. <laughs> I br- I said that last week, and now you're jumping on it. I don't know. He definitely needs to. He either needs to be in the 11 or 20 next year. I don't know. He just needs to be in a Gibbs ride. Open up the fifth car. Yeah. Bring the fifth car out of the state. Not gonna happen. But he needs to be in. If if Gibbs lets him walk, then I will doom the Gibbs organization, the stupidest organization Whoa. in NASCAR history. 
I mean, this guy is... So you'll pick a new driver, and you won't go with Bush either? No, I'll be Bush, but very much when Bush retires, I will very much be a Bell fan. Are you kidding me? You're not going to go with Chase or Blaney. You're going to go with Bell. I don't know. I still got... (laughs) No, he doesn't know. I still got like 10, 15 years left with Bush. Changes his mind. I mean, we could come back to him in, in a minute, and he would have already changed his mind. Nope. Nope. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Right. Maybe we blink. But, yeah, he needs to be in a Gibbs uh, Cup ride next year. Yeah, you've said that quite a few times. Well, do you n- would you disagree? Well, uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think if, I think he, I think uh, he should be at Stuart Haas. With driving what car? The 41? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I but know you're t- the one who – no, you're – no. I said Ganassi. Yeah, and I, I, I'd rather see him replace Johnson. Jimmy Johnson? We talked about that. Yeah. But apparently that's no Gregson's. So Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't think so. To be determined, folks. All right. Well, um, we are fresh off of Atlanta. Like fresh off as in like six hours ago. Right, exactly. Um got some traveling this week, so we had to get this in. We're here late at night. And Brad Keselowski, the big winner in the Atlanta race. It's probably an Atlanta race. I mean, last year was dominated by Harvick. I guess the one positive... This wasn't dominated by Keselowski. No, that's what I was getting to. Like, uh, I guess the one positive to pull out of the race from the package is, like, the dominant car didn't win. So, like... Well, we're going to talk about this package. Yeah. But let's run down the top... uh, Let's run down the results of the race. All right. Uh, Brad Keselowski gets the victory. Martin Truex closing. Truex would have had it. Oh, yeah. A couple more laps. They'd had that caution. Put her out. Kurt Busch... Rebounding from the Daytona disaster, he's was in third. Then Kevin Harvick was fourth. <laughs> Can I just say somewhere in the Fox studio, Jimmy McMurray's like sweating, thinking, damn, it really was me. I was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the equipment. Uh, <coughs> Kyle Busch. Um, six. Six. I'll take that, though. After the, I'm not sure who finished fifth. My yeah. paper doesn't have that. Fifth? Uh, um, who finished fifth? I don't remember. I don't know. My don't paper know. cut it off. Oh, uh, Boyer. Boyer was fifth. Yeah. Eric Jones, uh, seventh. Eric Amarola. Yeah. Eighth, Chris Busher in the thirty-seven, ninth. But Ryan Priest was going well Ryan Priest was going to be there, and so was the eight car. So was Hemrick. Hemrick. Yeah. So all those three. Um, Daniel Suarez was tenth. So he had all four Stuart Haas cars in the top ten. Um, and Connor made a number of predictions before this season started that the Fords were just not going to have the power this year. They were n- uh, at least the first half of the season. And uh, we had a Ford in victory lane. We had all four Stuart Haas cars in the top ten. Connor, uh, would you like to retract that statement? Yeah, I would, because after watching this package, it's literally impossible for anybody to do horrible. I mean, the 37 car in the top ten, when have we ever? It is impossible for you to sorry, struggle Chris. with this I'm package. sorry, Chris. Um, Connor uh, has Prove me uh, otherwise, Chris Busher. I mean, you have. I, we won't go into him, but... I mean, it, this package makes it seem like it is impossible for anybody to be complete junk, unless you're B.J. McLeod, which you're a starting park. All right. Well, Denny Hamlin was 11th, so he didn't yeah. he didn't back up the Daytona 500 with Nobody the Nobody ran 10. well early. He was running top five early. I Kyle know. Larson. The dominating 12th. car. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Larson. Ryan Newman in 13th. Paul Menard, 14th. Bowman, 15th. Not a good day for Hendrick Motorsports, Mm-mm. and we'll talk about that. David Reagan, 16th. Byron, 17th. Stenhouse, 18th. Some other notables. Um, Ryan Blaney, who uh, really dominated the last part of the race, had a bad pit stop. He finished 22nd. I was really pulling for Blaney because it didn't look like Chase was going to 
be able to do anything there. Um, Chase ended up uh, 19th or 20th. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, 24th. Bubba Wallace, 27th. Mm. Uh, Matt DiBenedetto was 26th. So those are those are some of the notables um, in this race. And I, I think I had said before the race started, I was expecting uh, super speedway type racing and pack racing the entire race and drafting. And, well, it didn't quite turn out that way, did it? No, at one point, Kyle Larson had a four-second lead. Yeah, so it appears, uh, and, and it appears with this package, and, and you know, I don't want to speak too soon because apparently they're going to change it again next week. Uh, and well, it's gonna they're be just something running the like, air ducts next week. I don't know so what that's, that's going to do. That's the full, that's the quote-unquote full package. So why don't we run the full package here? Because it's NASCAR, man. Why would we? <laughs> so, you know, it uh, it seemed like they ran pack wise for like the first five laps. Yeah, didn't call. There were no wrecks in the race. No, except on pit road. Except uh, Bush kind of got in the wall a little bit, and on pit road, um, and you know, it, I mean, it it kind of felt like, and they were also saying it's hard to go to the bottom. You know, it's your car's not doing good in the bottom. I mean, I will say that I, it, it, it appears as though you can draft up like Truex did. Uh, he, they felt like he got the draft there and, and closed in very quickly yeah. on um, Keselowski, but then he couldn't do anything with him. Well, the thing is with this new package, that's the biggest difference is the, the biggest difference from last year is uh, the way the air comes off the car. So last year, the air bubble coming off the car was very tight, which made it harder to catch somebody and pass them this year the air bubble that runs off the side of the car and off the back is wider so it allows you to catch up to them and allows you to be racy with them and pass them uh the one thing though when you're in the pack is you know one reason we didn't see almarola um larson and whoever else had to go to the back logano i guess who had to go to the back um come up as quickly as we thought was because the one disadvantage with this package is with all that air out there, a lot of the time in the pack you get caught in dirty air, which makes your car drive completely horrible. Which in Atlanta, I mean, your car drives horrible in general, but when you're in dirty air like that, it's like almost impossible to, to drive your car. Um, but the biggest change, like I said, was you know the air coming off the side of the car, which just allows you to draft up and become more racy. So I was surprised that... Uh, the second place car was able to get racy with the first place car, but so your overall impressions of the package were out of ten, ten being phenomenal. I'll give it a f- four. Four. What about the uh, reporters that are on Twitter right now saying I, they don't want to hear from any fans complaining about this package just after one race? Well, I mean, I'm I, next week. I'm sure I'll it'll, the rating will be higher. <laughs> You know. Oh my God! Well, they're <laughs> running. They're running the full package next week in the Aeroduct. So oh, like, well, you are next week. Connor will love the package because Kyle Busch will have won. He'll love. Maybe. He'll love everything about the package. And I mean, he he's he, he'll be so pumped up about the. Package. I'm with Kyle. Can but you make a decision and stick with it? Can NASCAR make a decision and stick with it? I'm with Kyle though. Like I I do agree that this takes the skill set out of the driver's hands. And oh, is that what he said? Yeah, that's what he said after the Vegas test. He said this package takes the skill set out of the driver's hands and makes it more car and mind game as to where the run's going to be and all that stuff. So I do agree with him on that because Well, mind game seems to play into the driver's hand. That would seem to be a driver component. you got to play the right mind games. Well, that meaning like, I mean like skill set, like 
behind the wheel, like restart wise and all that stuff. Is this going to be the package that Kyle Busch does not excel at? It might be. It because might be. we saw what happened. Like Gordon didn't. Jeff Gordon did not excel in the car of tomorrow. Yeah, because they made the rule. And so, and that was. I mean, Jimmy did. Yeah. But I mean, is this going to be the package that you know kind of gets rid of Bush's domination? I don't know if it'll get rid of his domination. I think it'll like it'll hold it off for a little bit. Um, but I'm not gonna freak out because I this package is like a to me this is just a holding package as to what's to come in 2021. Or maybe even next year, too. Martin Truex said this package has eliminated any big three. Yeah, for sure. So you don't think there's going to be a big three? Uh, I think there's going to be... And I hope this is the case because I got so sick and tired of hearing about that last year. Yeah, I got sick and tired of the storylines, even though Kyle was a part of it. (laughs) Um, I think there's going to be, like, five cars you're always going to know, like, okay, well, they're going to run up front and they're going to be the ones that you're really going to have to watch. But as far as, like cars running away with wins no i don't i don't i don't think so with this package that we're running this year i don't see anybody getting over six wins really really but like i said i really want to see how the aero ducks affect the car at vegas next week because they said that is going to be a so really it may be vegas that that's the most anticipated race it should be yeah because because i I think i heard gordon on the broadcast today say that you're going to really be able to see the drafting at vegas yeah, I don't and, know why they wouldn't run the. I don't know. And and you you really didn't see that at at Atlanta. I mean no. they, the, you know they were five wide at one time. And can won't. I just say I am so sick of hearing Daryl Waltrip. You know I used to be a Waltrip fan, but now he's just Mr. really Noah. getting on my nerves. Mr. Uh, Ed Lux, <laughs> man, I mean he's Mr. Nice Guy. He he, re- I think he is really jealous of Jeff Gordon. I think he realizes that more people are watching to pay attention to Gordon rather than him, and he's like, no, not happening. <laughs> uh, so Atlanta, everybody's talked about Atlanta this weekend, and the track looks old and dirty, and should Atlanta go? It either needs to be reconfigured and repaved, or it's got to go. Well, they reconfigured it once. It was I liked it the old way. Or maybe not. You recon- don't remember the old way. No. But Morgan Shepard sure does. You know he does. <laughs> uh, did he race in the Xfinity race? You know, I don't know. Maybe he's only uh, running short tracks this year. That'd probably be his best bet. But, yeah, I mean, I think I think should Atlanta go is a good question. Um, I mean, it certainly wasn't a sellout crowd. wasn't well, near a sellout crowd. No. Um, Remember they were talking about repaving it a couple years ago, and then the driver's like, oh, no, we and, love Atlanta. Uh, why do they put that in February, too? I mean, it seems like that would be a good April race to me or a good um, Summer. October race. I liked it when it was in the playoffs. Back oh yeah, back in the right. day, like oh right. seven when it was like the fifth race in the yeah in that's the right because it was that would have been that would have been in the fall yeah yeah I don't know why they um, well did it have two races then I believe so yeah so they got rid of the playoff race and they kept it um, but I mean I think if we're 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 listening to the fans who want more short tracks and you look at the race well you know, some tracks have to go because they're not gonna they're not gonna add more races and not take tracks away I think Atlanta could be one they take away. Uh, Oh, sure. Well, Atlanta would go away completely because you wouldn't have Atlanta there sure. anymore. It just looks like it just looks like it's decaying. It eats up the tires. The drivers don't necessarily like it unless you're Kevin Harvick, who only has two wins there, but yeah. people hype him up like crazy. Um, yeah, I think that if the track is going to go, it would be Atlanta. It just seems like a dying-out racetrack. Like, it reminds me of— Even a big city like Atlanta? I mean, you're, 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 NASCAR is leaving a big city. Yeah, but, I mean, you— like NASCAR went to big cities like Chicago, and you saw you see how attendance does there. I mean, it doesn't do great there, but that that's also the Midwest where, 
I mean NASCAR is like I mean Cal- when is the Chicago race? In the summer, right th- before right before Daytona. I think I'm going this year. <laughs> really? I think so. I think I'm going to go this year. You can see another Kyle and Kyle battle. Yep, maybe so. Slide job. Yeah. Slide job. You're going. I'll be watching. Probably walking your dog. That who is the new member of? Oh, oh my gosh! I can't believe we forgot about that. Can't believe it. So I have a new addition to the family and a new addition to the podcast. A new addition to the podcast. Uh, his tentative name is Luke. His nickname is Clyde. I want to call him Clyde. I want to call him Kimba. Um, but uh, my my kids are so excited because we are getting a golden doodle. So this dog's parents are a golden retriever and a poodle. How old is he? Uh, I think he's like three months old. I don't know. Three months? Yeah, I think so. Is that is that old or is that young? No, he just seemed, he just looked younger than that in the picture. Oh, really? I don't know. How, yeah. I mean, but I mean, they're not that big when they're born. They're got to be pretty small. I mean, he seems pretty. Yeah, but I th- good he, size. He seems like this big to me. I thought he was like a month and a half, two months old. Maybe so. Uh, I'm going to pick him up this Friday. So from where? Uh, Withville. You're driving all the way there. Got to go to Withville very early in the morning on Friday. Early in the morning. Yep. Why early? Uh, because I got to work. So, um, yeah, so what time are you going though? I'm going at like um, seven. And you're just gonna bring the dog. What are you, what are you gonna do with the dog? You're gonna bring it to work. Is it bring your pet? To <laughs> yeah, work I'm gonna day? bring my pet. I'm gonna bring the dog to work. Uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna pick the dog up on Friday. Maybe we'll bring him in here uh, to do a podcast sometime. Maybe. Uh, so yeah, I want to call him Clyde. Kids want to call him Luke, and uh, we're very excited about this. Uh, very excited to have it. Got his got his cage, uh, his his uh, you know all that and bed and treats and leash and food. Training him's not fun. Been down that road before. Yeah. Um. This is. Yeah. I'm. 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 I'm aware of that. How do you think he's gonna act with the cat? Um. Well, I. I don't know. The cat's gonna stay in the basement. Where's the dog's kennel gonna be upstairs? It's gonna be upstairs in the the room that's all the way at the end of the house. Um. It's like the playroom right now. That's got the fireplace that's not finished. Mm. So that's I've I've designated that the dog's room. Oh. Okay. So you, sh- you should get him like a little like checkered flag collar. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, or like I know they have like race. Well, yeah, we I w- wanted to name him Clyde. Well, my grandfather's name's Clyde, but but Chase Elliott's name's Clyde too. His middle name's Clyde. Middle yeah. name's Clyde. Uh, so uh, Luke or Clyde, whatever. I put a picture of him on our Instagram page, so you can check that out. Newest member of the podcast. Yeah. So what were we talking about? Atlanta. I don't know. <laughs> Atlanta. Some, uh, oh, I'm to going to Chicago land. Oh, That's yeah. right. And you said you were going to walk the dog. Um, so let's take a little deeper dive and dive into a couple of these storylines that happened during this race. I want to start with Larson because this is we're, 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 we're seeing a trend that's now was last year and now it's picking up again this year. Larson dominates a race. Larson can't win the race. Yeah, it's he's kind of like Chase Elliott in reverse. He just can't win. <laughs> Like he, like you remember 2017 when Larson ripped off like four or five wins. It wasn't five wins. It was like four wins. Was it even four wins? Yeah, it was four wins. I know it was. I know it was definitely four, maybe five. No, it wasn't five. Um, and now I mean he just. I mean this is a Larson screw job. I was hoping he would win because I think it would be cool for our sport to have two back to back winners to open the season who didn't win the year before. So uh, like mid race, I was like, you know, if Kyle doesn't win this, I hope Larson wins it. One because I had him in my picks. Two because. I think it'd be cool to start out the season with uh, two uh, winners who didn't win last year, and uh, they'd automatically be in the playoffs. So, and it looked like it looked that way. I mean, Larson looked untouchable. Uh, Kyle Larson has been in the Cup Series for seven years. Uh, seven six, six, years. Six full-time years. Oh, has a total of five victories. 
five victories in seven years. How many did he win in 17? It was four. Four, yeah. And then he won like two in 16. I know he got no, his first. No, it's just one. One in 16. Oh. So, I mean, I, I still don't understand why everybody is, is hyping Kyle Larson. Unless he goes to a better team, he's not going to do any better than he's doing right now, in my opinion. Look, man, could you see? Could you imagine this if Hamlin and I just say this in a wild scenario? Hamlin and Truex decide to walk from Gibbs, and the team is Kyle Busch, Eric Jones, Christopher Bell, and Kyle Larson at Joe Gibbs Racing. I mean, that'd be huge. I think that's a good team. Well, and I think you'd be able to see. I, I mean, I don't think, and I've said this before. I don't think you're, you're seeing Kyle Larson's full potential. Definitely um, outdrives the equipment. Both of them. Well, do. right. Kurt and um, Kyle. Well, it's only been two races for Kurt, and he's only finished one of them. So I don't think it's a little too early to say that about Kurt um, in this package that anybody can run well in, according to you. So anybody there can. you go. I just put you in your place. Anybody can <laughs> and run well. I, I, I just, you know, if he doesn't make a career decision to do something better, it's not going to, I mean, He's not going to be a Hall of Fame driver. Is there any way you can look up his contract negotiations? No, I don't know. I don't know. They don't have that public on like racing reference. They got rid of J Ski, so I can't see it. You know, I don't see yeah. that anymore. I mean, I just don't. Um, he, I mean, what do you? I mean, he's not a Hall of Fame driver right now. No, absolutely not. And I mean, he's not. He's won the big mile and a half tracks. Yeah, that's it. And he's won Richmond. Did he, he win it. Richmond? Uh yeah, 2017 Richmond the fall. That uh, was his first win. That one his first his first one was, was at Michigan. 16, in 16. But yeah, he uh he won Richmond in the in the fall of um 2017. Yeah, I mean he's got to make a career decision. I'm yawning because he's making me tired. I'm just tired of talking about Larson, and I'm tired of hearing about everybody talk about how great Kyle Larson is, and he's only won five races in six years. I think he's a good talent behind the wheel, and he makes things exciting. So like that. And in a sport that needs a lot of energy right now, I think broadcasters take his exciting factor that he brings to the races and they run with it hard. I think he's one of those drivers that just excels in all the other series but NASCAR. Like, I mean, he only he's only run open-wheel dirt. Yeah. And he only ran one year of Xfinity, <laughs> but you said all these other series, like he like ran IndyCar and all this. Don't make me look stupid or something. Um. Okay, well, uh, no, he he's definitely a NASCAR driver. He deserves to be here. Just maybe he needs to be in a different ride. I don't know. I don't know why he's so stuck on Ganassi. I don't know what what I mean. What that's all about. I don't know. It'd be interesting to ask him. Ask him. Maybe he'll join the podcast one day. Uh, you know what? We got Kyle on the phone. Kyle Larson, welcome in. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, well, uh, Kyle Larson dominated. Didn't get the win. Uh, uh, Rick Hendrick did not dominate. Oh my gosh. Goose egg. I mean, Jimmy was looking good in practice. I mean, Jimmy actually made the f- round of what twelve? I think in qualifying for that. He rarely does that, but I mean, it was a horrible race. Chase did not even run. I mean, he maybe got because of a caution was in the top ten. Maybe, but th- I mean, this was an embarrassment in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, Byron wasn't a factor all day. No, Didn't hear about Bowman. Only heard about Jimmy when he was going two laps. Two down laps down at Atlanta. Uh, and then Chase just kind of sat there from 13th to 17th, and all ended day. up ended up like 19th. Ended up 19th. Man, I don't. What is Hendrick? As you're a Hendrick, I like Hendrick too. But I mean, your your driver drives for them. So thanks as, for reminding me. As a Hendrick Motorsports, I guess affiliate. What 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 do you think they need to do? 
you know, I don't know. I worry that they are. Uh, I mean, again, I don't want to jump. Are to they conclusions. heading down the no. Childress Road? That's what I was. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that, Roush. Um, I, but I don't want to jump to conclusions. We're only. It's only one race, and it's Atlanta, and this isn't the package they're going to run. And it took Chase a little while last year to get going. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think Chase is a driver where it takes a little bit to get going. He's a streaky driver. Um, right. So I, I think as the year goes on, he gets better. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm not as concerned about Chase. I think that's okay. I mean, if we're five, six races in, uh, you know, the take the short tracks out of it. Um, you know, if you're five, six races in on the the mile and a half, and he's not he's not finishing top five, I'm going to be concerned. Um, and I'll be honest with you, I could see Chase leaving Hendrick one day. For who? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it would it would to me the only option would be Stuart Haas. That seems to be every yeah, option yeah, right. for everybody. That's, right. <laughs> everybody just goes to Stuart Haas. They just they're yeah. open up rides for anybody. Well, remember I said that if I hit the lottery, I'm going to buy like 40 teams, so I'll win every week. Yeah. So you'll field every single. I'm going to field every sim- single team and win every week. But. You know, I'm, I'm talking talking out of my head here. Um, you know, my level of what's cons- because Chase said at Martinsville, he's like, well, if I ever drive for somebody else, I'll be able to. What did, he was he, not Martinsville, Daytona. When we saw him down there, somebody asked him a question. He was like, well, if I ever drive for somebody else, I'll get to do this more. I'll get to do whatever he said more. And I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it was booth. Was it being the booth or? No, um, booth. I, think, I think it was racing related. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. like maybe like the Indy Five Hundred. Oh, maybe? that's what that was the question. That was the question. Yeah, because he said Hendrick doesn't really have a partnership with anybody in Indy, and if I ever drive for somebody else, maybe they will. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I could. I don't. I personally don't see Chase leaving there because I think that's his. I think that's his organization. If he wants to take it, my level of concern with Hendrick would be. I mean, I'm not really worried about Chase. I think they'll get it figured out. Well, yeah, out. and I'm not, I mean, you, you know, well, there was all this hype about Chad Canals and William Byron. I'm not worried um, about them either. I'm worried more about Bowman and Jimmy. Well, I think Jimmy, I mean, I think this is, I think, I, I think this is, uh, and, and and if we get if we get five races in, six races in, and Jimmy's not had a top ten other than Daytona, I think that's going to be devastating. I mean, that's doom I think, and gloom for Johnson I think, and mindering. He'll I, be out. Get him out of here. I think Jimmy and uh, you fired. Jimmy and Bowman are on like the south side of a backward sliding cow right now. Bowman, really? I mean, what what's Bowman done to to get that that from you? What has he done to not? I mean, he's not. Well, they've only run two races, but he's not done anything impressive. Like, well, he's not done anything impressive his whole career. Exactly. So, so I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he got the ride to begin with. I'm not a Bowman fan. Um, so let's just wipe Bowman away and forget about him. We're talking about Jimmy. Yeah. Well. I mean, seven-time champion, new crew chief. Everybody at Daytona was like, "Get eight this year." Pep in his step. Um, you yeah. know, I told you he was. He, you know, he seemed a little down at Daytona when we we saw him there. Um, and he was talking. Maybe he, uh, maybe he knew this was not going to go well. I don't know. I think everybody hyped him up. New sponsor, new crew chief, and all that stuff. And I, I mean, like, he'll probably show up next week at Vegas. Uh, plain white car, no sponsors, <laughs> ally gone. New year, new Jimmy, and then, uh, yeah, I. I to me, Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's struggling right now. I don't, I don't think he wants to admit it. But, Obviously, no athlete would admit it, but I think it's obvious that he's losing. But talent. one, yeah, but one thing that we always seem to forget, and and people in NASCAR seem to forget too, is all the champions went through this. Some bounced back, some didn't. See, I didn't get to see right that. 
Um, Daryl Waltrip did not bounce back. No. 92-93, those were the last good years for Daryl Waltrip. Uh, some in 94. Once 95, 96 got here, you know, it was it was done. And, you know, then he was taking the champions provisional every race, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he only had one one magic moment when he f- filled in for Steve Park in the one car and Earnhardt hired him, and he finished, like, top ten at California or something. And he had a couple other top tens, I think, Pocono. Mm-hmm. Um, so Waltrip didn't bounce back. Richard Petty did not bounce back. No. Uh, you saw the, the Petty years. I mean, he should have retired back in the 80s, not in 92. Um, he should have retired probably 1988, maybe. Do you think it's a pride thing with the champions like that? I like, don't know. Like I I've mean, done all this. I'm a. Maybe, some maybe they just really enjoy it. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe you just think you're you're gonna get there one day. But, but Jimmy doesn't strike me as a driver who just like will drive around just to enjoy it. He like oh, right. he wants to. Oh yeah, uh, he wants that eighth championship. Now, uh, he's not a flip Bobby side of that. Um, you look at somebody like Jeff Gordon, yeah. who went through that, bounced back, bounced back. Uh, and the last few years of Gordon were great. A lot of people forget Dale Earnhardt went through that. I mean, there were ninety. Even though he won the Daytona 500 in '98, the rest of the the rest of the year was horrible. Um, back in '92, he had a horrible year. Didn't even finish in the top ten in the points. Won the championship the next year and the next year and got his seventh. And the next. But year. then there was it was like '98, '97, '98 were really bad years for Earnhardt. I mean, he was going laps down at races. He was starting. Really? Yeah, he was starting 30th on back at races. Really? Yep. Yeah. So you so Earnhardt went through that. Uh 99 even wasn't the best year for Earnhardt. Uh but then he bounced back in 2000. Um Finish and second. finished second in the points. And then they, I, yeah, so, I remember them saying cuz 2001 they were prepping for a really good year. Right. Yep. Was. So you know, you've got some champions that can rebound, some champions that can't. And the question is, where does Jimmy Johnson fall into that? And I don't know. Um, you know, he's in great equipment, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, they're missing something, though. They, they're, they're, they're miss, there is a missing piece. And I don't know if it's a... I think it's a Chevy a thing. A Chevy thing, yeah. I mean, I, I have not been a fan of that new that new car really? since they came out with it. I like the look of it. That's I, about it. Yeah, the, I'm ready for a new car because that's not – I mean, I just don't think that's doing anything for them. Yeah. Uh, they should, what, what did they have before that? It was the Impa- – what was it? It wasn't the Impala, was it? No. Uh, it was the Chevy uh, – what, what was it? Mm, I believe it might have been the Impala. Impala? Or the SS. Yeah, I mean, they. I like that car a lot better. Chase yeah. did a lot better in that car, even though he got three wins last year. Seemed more competitive, um, right? Kyle Larson did a lot better in that car. Oh yeah, that's where he's got all. So things. Chevy's got a problem. Yeah, um, and they need to figure it out. And you know, Hendrick's got all the resources in the world. We've been to their campus. Uh, that I is mean, a campus. Yeah, it that's is a campus. Than my college campus. They've even got a sponsor headquarters located. Exalta's headquarters is located on that campus. Yeah. So you know they they've got to do something. Um, but yeah. Jimmy, yeah, I mean. You look at Jimmy, and when he's in a position to win, I think he can he can get the job done. You look at what happened at the Roval. I mean, yeah. I mean, he just he yeah. ended up wrecking it. But uh, you know, he's got a you can they tell got a it's turn still around. there. Oh, it's, his fire his fire is still there. Yeah, it's like it's a fifty fifty thing, and I think you're seeing fifty out of Jimmy, but he's not getting that other fifty percent, whether it be from just Chevy in general or his team. Or so, if Jimmy guys. has a horrible year this year, does he get it? Does he keep his crew chief? Uh. Yeah, I think they'll keep mindering because they want to keep him in-house for like somebody like, I don't know, maybe Byron if Chad ever retires or something like that. But I think they'll keep mindering, yeah. I don't think it's a 
I don't think Jimmy's going anywhere after this year. I don't think Mendering is. The big question no, is... No, Jim- I don't think Jimmy's going anywhere this year, no. No. Um, I don't know. Maybe Jimmy should go to Stuart Haas. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Stuart Haas should just open up eight cars and then <sighs> just pick out from the field. You know, Christopher Bell, you're going there. Larson, have a ride. Jimmy, join the crew. Anybody, mm. anybody who wants to ride at Stuart Haas can get it. Now. Jimmy was in the booth in the Xfinity race. I didn't get to watch that. Did you see any of that? How he how he did it in the booth? See, I think he he's would be really good in the booth. He did good. He did good. I mean, you could tell he was new, but like he had Harvick with them. So. I could see a F- Mike Joy, Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon booth. Although that's a lot of color commentators. Well, they got Waltrip and Gordon in there now. So but although I, like I would not consider Waltrip a color commentator um, at this point. Although Jeff's got to run Hendrick, so he's not going to be in the booth forever. Once yeah. he takes over Hendrick, which won't be in the next few years, he's going to have to leave the booth. They won't they won't let him be in the booth if he's owns one of the top teams in NASCAR yeah. or runs one of the top Didn't teams. Didn't they in let NASCAR. Michael Waltrip do Fox well, stuff? Yeah, but I don't think Gordon is going to want to do that. Gordon no, is going to want to be yeah, that's uh, yeah, so uh, I think Jimmy Jimmy could be somebody that goes in the booth. Harvick's really good. Harvick Harvick's bo- good in the booth, yeah. Harvick's super good in the booth. He, mm-hmm. he could definitely help Jimmy out a lot yesterday with Adam Alexander. Yeah. So, yeah, they both. I don't, they, I'm not an Ale- Adam Alexander fan whatsoever. He's just quirky to me. He yeah, seems I just quirky. don't like him. I don't like his voice. But, uh, yeah, they seem they seem to work together well in the booth yesterday. I don't know who's in the booth next week. Is any? I don't know if any drivers in the booth next week. But, uh, you're, you're the NASCAR know-it-all. I don't know. I'll find out. It is Sunday night, so maybe we'll find out later this week. Who's maybe we will. Maybe we will. <laughs> so we'll find out later uh. this week if anybody's in the booth. For the All right. Well, days. before we take a break, we got to talk about these these points. Um, and I I had it on a sheet, and I don't know where it is, but I thought I printed it out. Oh, I got it right here. So we made our picks for Atlanta. Uh, we're doing this points thing all season long, and uh, well, once again, I'm dominating. So if I can't dominate in NASCAR heat, or in uh, go karts, uh, well. No, that's not. That's another story. Well, there's a rematch coming on that. Um, when and where? Uh, potentially this month. Where? Next month, uh, the March. At Martinsville? No, North Carolina or something. Oh, okay. Children's shops. Oh yeah. All that. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, rematch is coming. Okay. So uh, for Atlanta, I had Kozlowski. He took. He got the victory. I also picked. Um, who else did I pick? Chase Elliott. Mm. And then I picked, um, who was the third one that I picked? Your pick. Come man. on, who was it? I don't know. We just right, We just did the thing. Who was the third one I picked? Oh, it was Harvick. Harvick, Harvick was yeah. the third one. Who'd you pick? I picked Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, which was looking good, and uh, and Joey Logano. Joey Logano. So the points, I got 110 out of Atlanta. You got 100. Yeah. Had a 10-point lead coming in. I now have a 20-point lead. I have 214. You have 194. What do we even... What's the, what's the winner get at the end of the season? I don't know what the wages on this. Maybe just bragging rights. I don't know. Bragging rights? No, I want like a cash prize. I'm glad you bring up uh, a prize after you're taking a 20 point lead. What's my prize for the end of this? <laughs> like you, we didn't discuss this two weeks ago. We we're discussing it now after you have a 20 point lead, which will dwindle in the next few weeks. Mark I don't think order. so. I think I think I'm gonna dominate this whole thing. Timestamp that. Timestamp. Right. I think I'm gonna dominate this whole thing. Yeah, yep. Uh, it's a marathon. Nine oh eight p.m. Two twenty four. Forty nine minutes into the podcast. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I'm not worried at all. It's a marathon. You don't know how many times I've heard that crap. Okay. And who has prevailed more times than not? Me. 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 <laughs> all right. Heat three. Me. Uh, that's that's go, cheating. That's go rigged. Kart. 
put you in the uh, I w- I've won more go-kart races than you have. I've had the fastest lap in more go-kart races than you have. You just happened to wreck me because I was coming around a, a woman. I so, didn't mean to wreck you. I just meant to rattle your cage. I don't know why you would think I'd ever intentionally right-hand you into a barrier, into a woman, and then take the lead to win mm-hmm. the race. For the lead! For the lead! Uh, we haven't even taken a break. No, we haven't. Holy cow! You know, I only had one break scheduled for this podcast. Right, well, how about wow. this? How about we send it to break now, and then we can play play uh, the merch ad that I recorded a couple weeks ago in the break. There we go. We'll do that. Boom. Crash. Travel. Hey, fans. Have you got your Feather Lead merch? Well, if not, All right. Welcome back. And if that doesn't motivate you to go buy some Feather Lead merch, uh, I, don't I don't know what will. I, I don't know, you know what, what will. You know what I watched last and night? Nobody, none of your friends have bought any Feather Lead merch. I mean, can do I need to start naming Names of friends. Um, what's her name? Carla. Come on, Carla. Where's the shirt? Are you going to buy the shirt or not? She listens to these. I know so. she listens. So is she going to buy a for the lead shirt or is she not? I don't. I'll ask her tomorrow. And then there's um the guy that drives up in front of the house. Christian. Uh, Christian. Yeah. Come on. Well, you. you know, Christian's not bought anything either. So yeah, I don't know. What's, I'm just going to send them the link over text every day. We need to start mailing postcards out to these people. Hey, remember. <laughs> got to do something. We've got merch. No, but I watched, uh, it was a double running last night on TV of uh, Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Oh, on man. Last night. Watched it. You watched it twice? No, I watched probably like the last 45 minutes of the first running of it, and I was like, ah, this movie never gets old. So, it's a good movie. All right, well, it's time now for um, uh, our new segment that we debuted. Uh, you got everything under your ear there? Yeah. Something... Uh, <laughs> Man, I might have an ear infection ear mites? next. You got ear mites? Yeah. Oh, your 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 eardrum explode. Yeah, my eardrum's just gonna explode. Your eardrum's gonna start throwing up now. Yeah. Do you need to take a break or go to the bathroom or anything before yeah, we end the show? You have a trash can. <laughs> we got a bucket or something somewhere over here near, near uh, here. All right, it's time for uh, Donkey of the Day. It's Connor's new segment. So uh, last week was the Donkey of the Day on Pit Road with mm-hmm. uh, Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick, mm-hmm. and uh, Connor, I'll let you take it away. <laughs> Donkey of the Day, Sunday, February 24th, goes to none other than the number 52 of B.J. McLeod. Me? Me? Ruin Ryan Priest's race today on pit road. For one, B.J. McLeod was involved in last week's pit road incident uh, with Tyler Reddick and stuff. He might have been the one to actually hit Tyler Reddick. But Maybe this so. Week, I think you might be right. This week has me scratching my head big time because, for one, he was pitting with the lead lap cars under green, which made no sense for him. And for two, he was stopped on pit road five stalls before his box, like as if he couldn't find it. And, uh, I mean, Priest just plowed him, knocked a hole in the radiator. And that me? Was, that was done. Me? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, donkey of the day, BJ McLeod. So two, two, two weeks in, two pit road donkey of the day. Two pit road in- incidents for donkey Yeah, Ryan Priest was just running so good. Top ten. And, I mean, both those cars, I mean, we know Chris Buescher finished in the top ten, but he was running great. You know Brad Doherty was sitting somewhere going, Labonte's back! He's back! Labonte is back! Yeah, and he did that hand, oh gosh. Uh, why did they have, he was a basketball player. Uh, yeah, he was bad. Uh, he was bad. We we mentioned that in one of the podcasts uh, a while ago. But uh, he just junked his car. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, just, he was looking, I can't really put the blame he on He had a helmet cam on, too. Yeah, and they showed on the helmet cam where he was looking down, and it was like yeah. he fell asleep or something and just drove I mean, into him. So you should have given it to Ryan Priest. No, and I almost wanted to, but then again, it's just more on BJ McLeod because he was stopped in pit, stopped on pit road five stalls before his box, like he couldn't find it or something. 
And, I mean, I guess every driver does that when they come off pit road looking what, down at their tack. Was B.J. McLeod, like, last? I mean, was he running last? I mean, uh, when you, you question why pit with the leaders, and I can understand if it were under caution and he came in he and was he like, wasn't a lap down and he, was, he, and he was a lap down. But, I mean, this was green flag pit stop. So is his team just supposed to say, okay, stay out there even though you may run out of gas. The leaders are pitting and we don't want you to come down pit road. But it was it was really early in the cycle. And he was like, But 30. it wasn't like the whole pit road was not full of leaders. No. I mean, it was seemed like to me it was just the 47 and him. No, but that's like – he was like 36, like three or four laps down. But it's kind of just like one of those like common courtesy things when you're like that bad is the spotters will be like, okay, the leaders are pitting, so we'll just pit in between that cycle when pit road's empty or we'll pit after them or before them. And he was on pit road when like top 10 cars were on pit road. And even Mike Joy was like, that is just absurd. Yeah, Mike Joy was. He was like, why? He was like, and more that I look at it, he was stopped five stalls before his box. <laughs> he's like, he wasn't even at his box. He's making sure he's not going to get any penalties coming into that box, okay? Yeah. He's he going to take it slow and easy, like slow and steady. Like he couldn't find his box. And it was his the end of the race was, too. His spotter was probably like, ease it in. Yeah, ease e- it in. Easy does it. Easy does it. <laughs> it was like Ricky Bobby when he uh, got how injured. How fast and, am I going? Yeah, how fast? 26 <laughs> mile an hour, Ricky. So, yeah. Week, so. week two of Donkey of the Day. Another mm. pit road incident. Another wow. another, uh, another hoopty car. BJ McLeod, number 52. All right, so we got Vegas this week. Um, Vegas. And that's on Sunday. And that's I guess that's going to be the new hype race. Is every race now going to be the new hype race because we're not yeah. seeing what we want to see in the package? Yeah. Well, so. When we get to, you know, how they're keeping, like, short tracks, how they – they're correct me if I'm wrong. They're keeping, like, the short tracks and stuff how they were last year, I right? guess, yeah. I mean, they're not going to see drafting and all no, that. No, no, yeah. The, um, but are they going to run the big spoiler or, like, the small one that they ran last year at the short, short tracks? Do you know that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do want to do want to mention something? Um, Steve O'Donnell, the NASCAR executive vice president, said he was satisfied with the rules package de- debut. And something that happened in the race, um, it was a uh, that um, a rescinded penalty for uh, the team of runner-up Martin Truex Jr. in a scoring dispute that caused a caution period that disrupted a cycle of green flag pit stops. That's that one where. All the cars were lapped down or, or whatever. Oh, yeah. um, he spoke with the media on pit road after the race. And uh, so in the middle of the race, or I guess with about a 75 to go, there was a caution flag and only Kurt Busch and, and Logano, and Logano were, on the, were on the lead lap. So everybody else was got the wave around. But then the wave around cars started behind Jimmy Johnson and them, and they were two laps were down. two laps down. And I hated that because I was like, why do we have two lap down cars? And I was like, well, Logano and Kurt Busch are going to run run away with this because all the other competitive cars are stuck behind the – Two lap down cars and dirty air, and they're junk, so they can't get by them. So, I th- I thought the race was over then. And, and there was a situation where there was a, a penalty for um, Martin Truex Jr.'s number nineteen team, but NASCAR rescinded it because um, the officiating pro um, a- initially spotted a crew member over the wall too soon. After a manual review, the ref- refraction was inconclusive and the penalty was retracted. So uh, he said it was a non-penalty, so it automatically goes uh, to the penalty sheet regardless of whether we override it or not in the scoring tower, and that was uh, one that we couldn't confirm, so we didn't make the call. Uh, I'm not really sure what, what's all NASCAR about NASCAR seems like they've struggled this year so far with like lineup issues on the restart and like cars coming up to speed and like where they are on the restart, because shouldn't the two-lap down cars started after the wave around cars because the wave around cars were back on the lead lap and they were only one lap down yeah well and chase elliott's team had a question too because they they were initially seventh 
Um, and, you know, they were they said they got out of the pits ahead of Logano. They should have been on the lead lap, uh, and they wouldn't have had to do the wave around. Uh, O'Donnell says, oh, we got it on video. We'll show you what happened. So that's just some, some more NASCAR nuggets that are coming in late breaking here at the end of this race that'll, that'll be settled. But uh, we're, we're – we're, let's talk about Vegas. Um, I just wanted Moving to, on. I just wanted to, to mention that. So this is uh, going to, I guess, drafting. Are we going to see pack racing? Am I going to see my pack racing that I want to see? Hopefully, hopefully a little see, bit more. Or are see it for five laps and they're going to go single file? No, nah, I think we'll see a little bit more pack racing. But definitely probably first five cars will have like a two to three second top. I'm going to be interested to see viewership from Atlanta, which we don't have yet. What's yeah. what's the ratings look like? Uh, well, I think Atlanta. NASCAR. What's the rating looks like I in think, Vegas? I think Truex and Kozlowski saved NASCAR's butt with a good – kind of battle there at the end right. uh but yeah i'm i'm interested to see the viewership obviously down from the 500 500 is the top viewership every year in top rated race almost every year right so we'll um see. so a uh, lot to look forward to at vegas um you know it's a mile and a half right isn't it a mile and a half track i'm not yeah, a, it's i mean I, I'm, I, I'm not a huge fan of the track to, to be honest with you mm-hmm. um i like the more uh grindy tracks uh um, like like Bristol, like Martin. Yeah, I'm very much short, like short track. tracks. My um, ideal track is something like Richmond. Something a little bit a little bit of mix between both short track with a mile and a half feel. Right. I like tracks like that. So who? Uh, um, I got to pick last week. Yep. Dominated again. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna win whatever prize we have at the end of the season. So Connor, you get to pick this week. Who yeah. are you? What's your top three? I four? think my picks are gonna rebound this week. Oh, oh my gosh! Are you? Please tell me you're not picking the same people. No. Okay. Number one. No. Martin Truex Jr. Truex Jr. Well, he doesn't need a rebound. He finished second. Yeah, but just overall how I did in the points. So Truex Jr., my first one. You ready for my second one? Truex Jr. I, and I'll be honest, I haven't gotten mine yet. That's how I was last I know. Week. So, uh, Number two, Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick. So he seems taking... to be the only one who's ever excelled at this package so far. He won the All-Star race, and he, he led a, a decent amount. All right, so today. there's Harvick. Number three, Joey Logano. Joey Logano. So you're taking two of mine. Oh, who'd you have? Did Kevin? I? No, no, no. I mean, did I pick Logano? I didn't pick Logano for this week. I picked, was, I picked Logano I picked, for Daytona. I picked Logano last week. So he's been in. I picked him. Uh, you mean at Atlanta, Atlanta. or right. today? Yeah, well, I'm more confused. What What is today? I don't know. I don't know. All right, so you've got Truex Jr., you've got Harvick, and you've got Joey Logano. So yeah. I'm going to go with Kyle Busch. All right. You Bush, know, baby. About, Bush is back. I thought about picking Bush this week, but I was like, you know, maybe I'm jinxing him. So maybe maybe if I back off, yeah. This I mean, week, you ruined for for Daytona, so that was that was ruined. So close. Don't that bring was those em- ruined. Don't, don't bring those emotions back. All right, so I'm gonna go Kyle Busch. Good pick. I am gonna go in this 500 and one start. Right. Uh, I'm gonna go Clint Boyer. I almost picked Clint. Throw a wild card in there. Tell me, no, you just want to try to get the points lead. No. Tell me to throw a wild card in there. By wild card, I mean like, I don't know. All right, I'll throw a wild card in there for you. Um, I'm gonna go Amarola. It's not a, okay. Hmm. So I've got Kyle Busch, Clint Boyer, Eric Amarola. So um, of those three, who do you think is gonna win the race for you? you of pick, mine? Yeah, you pick those three. Who do you, obviously um, you think one of them is gonna win the race? So which one? Uh, I think uh, I say it's toss up fifty fifty Martin Truex Kevin Harvick and then I have Logano on like. All right, so I think Bush is going to win it. Kyle. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. pick, good man. There you go. I hope he does. 
hope he does. I hope he does. And Do I'll we have the points the... update? Well, I got... Where were you when we did all that? I thought you just read off the top ten. Now I gotta do my. Now I gotta find my sheet again. What I do with my sheet? That's it. Over here? No. Well, let me see them. I didn't know you read off the points. Un oh, you mean the point standings? You mean the point standings yeah, at NASCAR? Yeah, I was getting. I thought you meant our points for yeah. our, our thing. Uh, yeah. So as we end the show here, we'll 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 go with the point standings for you. Let you know where everything stands and. Uh, this is not the sheet, but this is the sheet. Denny Hamlin maintains the points lead after his Daytona victory. He's got an eight-point lead. All right. Uh, Kevin Harvick is in second. Kyle Busch is in third, nine okay. points back. So, of course, very close early in the season. Yeah. Kyle Larson is in fourth. Okay. Joey Logano is in fifth. Brad Keselowski, of course, he's locked in along with Hamlin. He's in sixth. Eric Jones is seventh. Kurt Busch is eighth. Clint Boyer is ninth. Stenhouse Jr. is tenth. Yuck. Eric Amarola, 11th. Martin Truex is 12th, so Truex rebounded from Daytona. Yeah, big time. Alex Bowman, 13th. Blaney, 14th. Newman, 15th. Jimmy Johnson is 16th. Chase Elliott is 17th, so Chase dropped a couple. Can I just say that I think all the questions of everybody, like, ooh, is this going to work? Truex and Cole Pern at Hendrick? Oh, yeah. I mean, at Gibbs, uh, yeah, I think yeah. that was all I mean, answered I, this oh, week. Oh, I, I don't even know why people were asking that question. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's... It's the same, same, same cars, same everything, in my opinion. Yeah. So. The biggest flunk I'd say is the Benedetto. Well, he flunk because I think everybody was like, "Yeah, Daytona, we're gonna expect him run top well, ten. And, and yeah, right. I don't even know what he did. But I think the ninety-five car this year, I think that's a tenth to twenty twenty-fifth place car. But that's only because everybody is within a tenth from each other. Well, wasn't it like that with Kane though? Kane was like 18th to 25th. I think the Benedetto and the Toyota take. Oh, it and you up heard something. Bit. Speaking of Kane, before we wrap up the show, that Stuart Haas actually yeah, inquired yeah. about Kane. Yeah, reached out to Casey last year before he announced his, I guess, retirement around Bristol time about driving the 41. Now that would have been interesting, having Kane in the 41. That would have been to see if he could kind of. I would have liked that. I would have liked that a lot career. better. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I would like it. Would yeah. give me a reason to pull for a Ford. A little bit because well, I like. Is Kane. Blaney not a reason to pull for a Ford? He's a reason, but I just I don't like that whole organization. But I like so blame ba Blaney. So you're gonna blame ba Bla Bainey, Blaney, Blaney, Bangy. We'll do it live. Bongy. We'll do it live. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's gonna wrap it up. So congratulations to Brad Keselowski getting the second win of the season, and he had the flu too. So poor Lou. So he had, wasn't feeling well, just like you. Have you two been hanging out? No. I don't know what he's been doing, but uh, it seems to be stomach bug is going around, folks. Yeah, I can't believe I'm, I haven't gotten sick. It's either so. coming out of your bottom end or top That's, end. So. Uh, okay, thank you. What a way to end the show. So um, we will see you next week and hopefully a lot more excitement to talk about where maybe we have like five wide coming to the checkered flag at Vegas. And maybe big junk. Crash. Trouble.